Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a podcast for Fort Worthians who love our city and want stories from our community's creators. Do you love Fort Worth? Do you want to know what's happening in your own backyard? Then this podcast was made for you. You can find Fort Worth Roots on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the stuff. Just look for Fort Worth Roots. We're on all of your major podcast players and YouTube, also all under Fort Worth Roots. If this is your first time joining us, you should probably know first off that this is a Monday release podcast. We'll have an episode available for you to listen to each and every Monday. This episode, we are releasing late on a Thursday. This is an extra episode. We are trying to clear a backlog, so I've made a commitment to do two episodes throughout the month of April, and we might continue this moving forward, but as of right now, Fort Worth Roots is a Monday release podcast. We will have one ready for you on your drive to work each and every Monday. Shout out to our friends over at Squad STX Boys Camping. You can find them at squadstx.com. It is a all boys ages 10 through 16, 100% outdoor, overnight camping, hiking, wilderness skills, land navigation, and laser tag missions. And this is their mission statement. Squad STX is an overnight primitive camping, hiking, orienteering, and laser tag course for boys designed by U.S. Army infantry officers as an alternative to Boy Scouts and traditional summer camp. We develop strong leadership skills through squad competitions, time-tested military training methodologies, and situational training exercises. This happens down in Glen Rose. There is a uh, limited event availability here. Don't wait to do this later. Check this out right now. SquadSTX.com. They've got a couple of different options here. Boys Summer Camp, which is a five days, four nights deal. And then Father and Son Camp is a three day and two night deal. We've actually had the owner of Squad STX on our show twice now. Dustin joins us for episode 66 and 67. And of course, don't forget that website. That's SquadSTX.com. And our next thing to talk about, you've got a little time to plan for this. I want you to put this on your calendar. It's going to be the first time Fort Worth Roots has gone to an event like this. We're going to be out there hanging out and taking pictures with people. Stop on by our booth out at the Springfest River Oaks Car Show. Or I think I said that wrong. <laughs> River Oaks Springfest Car Show. This is going to be on April 30th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. This event is completely free. It's on a Saturday. There's going to be beautiful weather, and it's going to be held out at the magnificent YMCA Camp Carter. Address is 6200 Sand Springs, Fort Worth, Texas, 76114. All of this information will be in the show notes. You're going to want to use the address to get to this place. It is uh, wonderfully located, tucked off, uh, kind of out of the way. So you're not going to wander upon this place. Make sure you use the address and come by the Fort Worth Roots podcast uh, booth and take a picture with us. We're going to be handing out international fan club certificates. Each one of them is going to have an, a unique serial number and it's not going to cost you nothing. Except maybe a picture. You don't have to take the picture, but I'd like it. I'd like you to take a picture next to our banner. Hang out with us. Check out the Oscar Mayer Wiener uh, Mobile that's going to be there. Lots of classic cars, 70-plus vendors. It's going to be a fun time. And like I said, free to participate. Our guest today is an accomplished artist. She has been on the show two times before along with Matthew Broyles, a local artist that we've had on the show. Uh, and this is the first time that she's uh, come solo to do an interview with us. And this is uh, just following an interview she did with a local news station talking about the beautiful mural that I believe is just about completed on the side of Boulevard Brew in the city of River Oaks. River Oaks is just on the cusp on the outside western edge of Fort Worth. Uh, to find the mural, just look up Boulevard Brew uh, or the address 5406 River Oaks Boulevard in River Oaks, Texas. 
76114. It's a cool little place to stop in and get your uh, caffeine fix for the day. Both myself, the host of the show, and our guest today recorded this at the end of a very, very busy day in the middle of a very busy week. (laughs) So this uh, led to a lot of rabbit hole chasing and some delirious talk a little bit here and there. It ran long, and at some point we just went, you know what? We got to get out of here. But we covered some good stuff. We talked about our guest's art, and uh, I'm so glad that we got this opportunity to just have her on the show and focus on talking about her art. Do me a favor and check out this website while you're listening to this episode. Go to artoftristastudios.com to see all the amazing work that she's done. And maybe while you're on the website, click on that Etsy store tab. See if there's something that you just can't live without. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Every single time you stream an episode of Fort Worth Roots, it strengthens our analytics and helps us reach more people. All right, that's enough out of me. Give it up for Trista Morris, and let's start the show. Yeah, well, I'm. You're a deep fried taco. <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Also, with Ken Scott, the Ninja mm-hmm. Turtle, Raphael, I was at the end of a a 12 hour shift. This whole week has just been oh slam packed, and so I uh, I took a bunch of notes to the interview, mm-hmm. and I mean, I I gave myself an outline. Which I never do. Fortunately, with Trista Morris, we're friends. We've done yeah. this a few times. Yeah. So totally. it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think the last time we actually spoke, it was while we were both drinking, and I was like, blah, 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 blah. And Matthew's up on stage doing his thing. So we got. Eh, yeah. It's easier to talk when you're like half drunk, but when you're sleep know. deprived, <laughs> you're just kind of like. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. <gasps> I'll agree with that. Yeah. For sure. Struggle bus. You're on the news. You're a DFW celebrity. That was that was uh surprising actually. I I didn't expect that to be a thing. Um I, I don't know. Like <clears throat> I have imposter syndrome from hell. So like I'm like nobody cares, you know. <laughs> like, nobody yeah. cares what you're doing over there in that community. And then I'm like, "Wait, but like they do though. People are coming by every day going, "Wow, this is really cool." Yeah what does it mean and asking questions so i'm like it was like four in the morning i'd woken up my cat was screaming at the door for some reason and i was like you know what i'm just i'm just gonna email about 40 different you know radio stations and news stations and magazines and just see what happens yeah and well I got freaking Evan Anderson from NBC5 reached out and was like, Holy hey. shit. Yeah. That's like, awesome. Just okay. pull that mic just a little closer to your face. I think I did this last time. No, no. It's okay. Everybody does it. Everybody it's, does. It's because I don't want to be like, <laughs> you know, into the microphone. No, it's it's fine. Everybody does it. Um, mm. I do it too, but like I can hear it now. Um, oh. And then at, at after post-edit, when I do all the stuff, mm. it all kind of levels out so it's not that big of a deal but uh, i was i was on a podcast recently with um with matthew and i swear to god you could hear me just like it comes through a little bit like I, I can hear my raspy breathing in the background i was talking to somebody recently uh about covid and being hospitalized it changed my voice like i can really? hear it oh, oh hell wow. yeah yeah i was wow. sick as shit <laughs> ha- have you tried any like vocal training to kind of 
adjust your no okay never mind (laughs) you can you you can is it that bad tristan no not at all (laughs) but like if you notice things like that happen there's there's ways to exercise those muscles to get that back huh i don't know i don't think i'm going to be singing in any kind of like broadway shows fantastic because like some of those exercises are real weird like they're (laughs) pretty different please Um, tell me what what does it entail is that that's one? That's one. It's doing a, that a over and deep over again. Yawn? To kind of like loosen up the throat. <sighs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, it's, it's, fu- I tried to get Matt to do it and he's like, I'm, I'm not doing that. Feels very that's strange. dumb. Yeah. I'm like, but this is what I was taught when I took vocalists. Okay, fine. <laughs> so last time you were on the show, yeah. you were having uh, an issue with your hands being very cold. So there are some cotton gloves sitting to your right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually Just so you today. know. Okay. I'm more like dry than anything else. Um, <laughs> that I I wasn't prepared no, for. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I can if, go grab some. If lunch. I if I get cold, there you go. I will use and the also, I do appreciate our that. most comfortable, uh, warmest blanket we have in the house. Oh well, thank just you. Just in case, because I thought about like I think I think the last time we did this, it was still wintertime, and that changed within a week. Yeah. So it's oh, now no summertime. Shit. I know. <laughs> and then next week it will probably be winter it's, again. It's probably gonna be winter, yeah. Yeah, like, we'll put up with the shit until April. <laughs> I'd be like, I've been like waiting a while to start my uh, medicine garden back up, but you know it's cool. Texas doesn't know what it wants. I want to hear more <laughs> about this medicine garden, but I kind of cut you off when you were talking about your interview, which oh, I'm yeah. psyched to hear about. That's okay. This this is going to be an ADHD <laughs> interview from hell. I just want to let you With know. With no one here to guide us. No one. No one to guide us. You no said one to steer us in direction. You said something earlier about... Oh, yeah. You were saying something about Matthew being your your organizer, your planner. Uh, he, he, I have a few of those, actually. I have... Uh, so, Matthew is one, and then, of course, my own mother will be like have you done the thing and i'm like ah jesus okay no i'll do the thing because my brain just okay well when you said that immediately i'm like yeah like if, if he, he he is a huge help and i'm morgan so wasn't, so grateful if morgan wouldn't put my schedule together i'd be in deep shit be like <laughs> yeah was there something i was gonna do today you know like how many times during a week because it happens to me at least once or twice a week do you literally catch yourself chasing butterflies Oh, every time I walk through a doorway with like, I will pre doorway. I have a mission. I will walk through the doorway and I'm like, what was I doing? Yeah. No. Well, I'm talking literally, I was at a job site today and there was something and I looked and it flew up at my face and then it took off and it was a butterfly. And you were just kind of like, yeah, that was magical. And everybody around you is like, bro, you all right? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, often, often I'm, I'm one of the only people in a group who walks by and goes wow look at the flowers they're so pretty and everybody else is like blah 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 amongst themselves <laughs> so yeah i i tend to do that often um it's it's it, it can be charming or it can be um ridiculous they need us right yeah, i mean they, aren't we needed in these circles so. these social circles i think so um <laughs> matt kind of appreciates it because uh when we're out he he kind of he will he will like streamline just like laser focus laser focus do the thing and uh, i'm over here like wow look at the bird over here oh my god a squirrel you know or something like that and he's just like oh wow that's a squirrel you know (laughs) so it pulls him out of that like gotta do the thing kind of state he can get in yeah i do that for my brother too because my brother does that too he gets (laughs) he gets in those like laser focus states we're we're a necessary function even Mm -hmm. if we are extremely irritating at times i'm sure occasionally occasionally i'm sure i'm sure every friend has been like trista do you know clocks exist and i'm like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were sitting at Chili's uh, yesterday because we're classy, and we went out for dinner. Ain't and nothing wrong with a bougie-ass <laughs> Chili's meal. You're doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> I went all the way out. I got the sampler, or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there, and across from us, there's just this guy, and he's just like, every once in a while, I'll look up, and he's like looking at us. And then I went into like this full-on spill to Morgan about time travelers and how that guy is probably a time traveler and either she did something horrendous or we did something great together and he came back in time to like witness it before or after it happened or, you know, something. Have you seen that photograph that kind of blew up in popularity of the gentleman in like the sweater? He's he's wearing like a modern-day shirt. It's like an old-school photograph and he's wearing like a modern-day shirt with like it literally looks like a cardigan uh-huh. and sunglasses and he looks like he fell out of 2020 <laughs> like he's just like sup bro what are you guys doing these are some fun hats you know I, I don't remember who took the photograph or specifically what was going on but i know everybody else was wearing like suits and like hats and just very formal yeah. dress and he there's was a the few only of those one. you know there's one uh i think it's like a boxing match or something and there is clearly somebody in the crowd with a fucking iphone Oh, I think, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's another one with a lady who walks by holding something. Like, it, it, I swear to God, it looks like this. Yeah. But um, I, I did a little bit of research into that particular photograph, and uh, I it's been determined that it's a listening device that you put in your palm. Of what type? I mean... It's, it's one you put in your ear. It's kind of cylindrical shaped, and you can't really see it. That's what they think, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going with time traveler. I, all right, it's cool. Sure. It's cooler to think it's a time traveler, so yeah. we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. I sometimes feel like I don't belong in this time. <laughs> I'm just like with this planet. The, yeah, I'll often it sucks. Um, yeah, interview. Shit, we're doing it. <laughs> we're this doing is the it. interview. This is one. Yeah. So every time you've been on the two mm. times before, it's been us with mm. Matthew, and. You guys both highlighted this last time, so I have no problem saying it out loud. Mm. There's an issue because me and Matthew will oh get on a no, topic, no, and then we totally drowned out Trista. So, so I'm so no, glad you're here. But at the same time, the, the same time, I'm over here going, "Wow, you guys are giving me some really cool information. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and research this shit because you guys are like, why Glavin? And I'm over here like. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'll just go. <laughs> got a couple of nerds in a small space, and we've, we've got stuff we got to say. I mean, <laughs> that that makes a hell of a day, though. Like, I, you guys could probably go visit every single nerdy shop in town and just be like, hoi, hoi, you know. <laughs> we could spend a day at record stores, and then mm-hmm. we could spend another day at, like, Comic-Con stores, and yeah hell yeah be like hell a, yeah. A, a day out of the week for each nerdy thing we could do it yeah i i i am nerdy but i sometimes get my my sentences and facts mixed up so i'm like yeah you know it just dawned on me hmm. you weren't talking about this interview we're talking about the badass interview you did on tv oh, that's yeah. i forgot <laughs> chasing butterflies okay laser focus <laughs> you sent out 40 different emails to mm-hmm. a bunch of different publications just, in just Fox, Fox Five, is that four, what it is? Four in the morning. It was. Uh, it wasn't Fox Five. It was NBC Five, um, which I think is a, like a local version of M- MSNBC One or of something. Those One of yeah, those. Yeah, it's yeah. got the same logo. I mm-hmm. know that. Right. But um, Evan Anderson was the gentleman who you know got back with me. He's from River Oaks. He grew up there. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. So he was looking for a piece, and I guess it. I just hit the right vein at the right time. Right, so. right. 
I was like, okay, yeah. That is so damn cool. It was it was weird. It was weird to me because I hadn't had that happen to me before. But then again, I'm like, it just I, you you never really think like, oh, I'm doing this thing. I should reach out. Yeah. But like, reach out though. Well, so there's a segue here because we were just talking about Ken Scott, the Ninja Turtle, mm-hmm. right? He uh, he he's got a, a a mantra. Is that what you call it? Mantra. Mantra. I missed yeah. the in. Okay. Luck is where preparation and opportunity intersect. Ah. And you've got the preparation with your art and the preparation of sending out those emails. And then you just happen to run into a guy that's connected and came from River Oaks and you hit the right vein. I, I guess I did. Um, I'd like to try that with Matthew's work too because I, um, I, I help him promote sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he has reached out to news stations and magazines or well went to the level that I did. I, I mean, I know he, yeah. he got the Indie Bible. He went through the Indie Bible What's front that? to back. <laughs> oh shit butterfly oh no, no. <laughs> so the indie bible is kind of a link to like you know news stations and, oh, okay. uh, uh not news stations um radio stations okay. and publications that talk about music so yeah. it can it can give you a little bit of a boost and a leg up if you're a musician putting out a new album it can link you up with the right people sometimes how do i get a copy um google matthew matthew can actually text you a link to it no. i'm sure Matt, just gotta, you know what i don't even have to bug him about how to connect with people he's just like nah you gotta go talk to yeah, this guy you guys are incredible in fact i had i don't know my where's my phone well i don't want to look it up but it was some publication just reached out to me and they're like hey matthew Broyles dropped your name as a recommendation and we'd like to do a piece on you or oh interesting i don't i don't know how they worded it i don't Was i don't it? think she said we'd like to do a piece on you <laughs> anyway you they're wanna, what they're in, they're interested <laughs> in like interviewing me and it's because of matthew and well, isn't he just fantastic phenomenal and a wonderful ridiculous human? <laughs> yes so glad i met you guys totally um, well you you seem to be on a path with this and like so do you guys well we're all kind of growing together well, we we have been tripping and stumbling into things, and that's about how I think we operate. But you but know what? It's that <laughs> preparation meeting opportunity. That's true. That's you, true. You guys are working your asses off. Your art has, you've always had great art, mm. but your art has improved. You technically and by volume. I mean, you're getting better as an artist. You're reaching out to more people. You're doing more projects. You know, you're doing getting commissioned to do uh, art for people exactly. you're getting commissioned to do uh beautiful murals in towns around fort worth i'm awesome to watch you grow and then matthew's doing great shit too oh my god i i i wish somebody would like pick up a few of his tunes and just cover them like give it time know, like on the local lunch or something just yeah. be like bam this is actually a cover by matthew or, you know something, <laughs> i don't know like just just get go on tiny desk and cover one of his tunes please you know (laughs) like he's phenomenal and everybody loves matthew and uh i i just feel like i fell into the right circle because between you and matthew and joe savage and everybody else that i've met in your little circle just uh, just a bunch of creative weirdos going god i hope i'm doing this right (laughs) yeah you just keep leaning forward in the saddle and i i think everybody's doing a great job and so are you man i mean like you're, well by you're, osmosis you got, you got you got the original i mean I, come on that's <laughs> awesome that is like so badass yeah. i used to watch that every but seriously this was the plan for the entire day. show i knew that i was not interesting enough to make a whole thing mm-hmm. but through osmosis 
Osmosis. The, the show is uh it's becoming something awesome i love it i like that but it, it's not me it's it's, it's you and it's everybody, everybody else i've had on the show yeah. yeah i saw you had carrie and paul smith on the show they're incredible i actually they, i text carrie i love them she messaged me about something and i immediately messaged her back i was like you guys are so awesome i can't wait to hang out with you again either on or off the mic i just I, I need to be around people like mm. Carrie and Paul. They're just incredible good, people. Really, really good energy. Like, um, during shutdown, they gave me a bunch of pears from their pear tree, and they were like, we're really tired of pears. Please take all of them. <laughs> there were like two giant sackfuls of pears. Um, they've loaned me a ladder. They live up the street from me, and oh, I didn't really? know that. I was like... Do you have a pool? I don't. But oh, well, they, that's but too they, bad, because they, they could hook you tub. up. I know. I, I saw their hot tub, and I'm like, they're like, if you ever want to come over and use it, I'm like, do you, do you, yes, I do. Do you know their morning routine? <laughs> they get up, and they play music together. Yeah, which, which is go. cool, but like, the hot tub is part of that process. Like, they get up, they make it. Why do I know this? Because I have a podcast and they shared this with yes, me. Yes, yes. Right. <laughs> that is. <laughs> but but they get up, they have a cup of coffee, they get in the hot tub, and then they play music, and then at some point they go, "Oh, we got to go to work." Oh, it's time to. But go the hot tub is in in the process. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it it's so healing. It's so healing. It really is. Got to be. There's like studies and stuff on it. Well, I mean, just soaking in warm water for. I have a back condition, so just laying in hot water for long periods of time is just oh, it helps me move <laughs> we just got an inversion table oh jesus those are those are we haven't put it together yet or let me excuse me i have not put it together yet we got it like three days ago so oh, nice you guys are gonna love it but be careful don't go too far right because yeah. then you'll be inverted and then upside down yeah well <laughs> I uh, had a chiropractor once tell me that uh, if you get on a, if you get on an inversion table, go at an angle, kind of like that. Sure. Because um, you can actually rupture a disc on those. Not to not to scare you. I'm not trying to scare you. You're like, oh Jesus! I don't need that. We're talking about people who are like, I was upside down for 20 minutes. Now I can't walk, and it's like, yeah, those those people. Not you. Yeah, you'll you'll do it right. But it, they're they're Hopefully. awesome if you have a you know need decompression or i think i really do because i i was having severe back issues and then i quit at the time when i was having my issues i was driving a truck like every day regularly for 70 hours a day or excuse me 70 hours a week 70 hours a day now i'm the time traveler yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're like stepping into wormholes and crap right anyway i got out of the driving thing for a little while i'm back in it now but um my back was killing me all it took was to get away from driving the truck and my back was fine so to me that says probably compression yeah probably maybe a slightly herniated disc or two probably yeah i I have a really good chiropractor if you need one so i have been to every one chiropractor okay two times and it pretty much cured me of wanting to go to a chiropractor okay that's fair that's fair but you have a good one i have a good one he was a um so it's called common sense chiropractic um the guy was a yeah totally (laughs) uh absolutely like he was just that good uh the guy was a medical doctor he has like a bunch of medical degrees on his wall when you walk in and um you said was do you lose that status I don't know. I think he just like decided to. He's do not something. practicing. He's not anymore. practicing. Yeah. He just decided okay. to do something different. <laughs> like there's like four or five different plaques right. on his wall, and okay. I'm just like, plaques are good. Okay, cool. Um, but 
the guy is very thorough like he he literally like you know how you will tear apart an engine and put it back together like, every day i do that every day totally <laughs> <laughs> i think we're both a little slap happy oh my god <laughs> it, fucking a, i thought about grabbing a bottle of wine i'm glad i'm really glad i didn't because uh i would have been like happy at first and then toward the end of the interview i would have tanked um but anyway so the guy literally he was just like okay i'm gonna crack you head to toe and i'm like you're gonna what (laughs) like an egg he cracked my toes my ankles my feet um my knees my hips my lumbar my mid back um he put my ribs back in place because apparently i had two ribs out of place what yeah my shoulders and my elbows and every single finger and my wrist oh and the middle of my hand i'm not kidding i was like i've don't I, I don't know if I feel violated or better. Like this is maybe both. <laughs> maybe both. Like this is this is crazy. But you um, made that sound great. It was awesome. Like it was. Uh, I didn't think that was possible because, yeah. like, when you're compressed, like the pops are loud. <laughs> yeah. And like my whole. I'm sorry. That's okay. My whole midsection was compressed. Like everything was. Damn. It, if you think about it, the way he described it, he's like, if you're standing for like 24 hours a day or X amount of hours in a day, everything is just pushing down sure. on everything yeah. else. So, especially if you're sitting, like everything up here is pushing yeah. down. You know, like the older you get, you shrink. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And some of that's from compression, some of it's from bone loss. But mm-hmm. yeah, you like gravity wins eventually. You so. bastard. <laughs> No, no, we need gravity. We, I know we need gravity. Sure. Otherwise, we would, you know, literally float up with the butterflies we chase. <laughs> we would have never made it to butterfly status. No. <laughs> we would have just been dust in the cosmos. Ah, uh, that's a lot of things, though. I know. There I go again with the nerdy shit. We're I'm not so al- sorry. No, no, no. No. <laughs> we're not alone at. We're not alone in this cosmos. I don't think we're alone in this cosmos. So somebody posted something stupid today. You know, you get those things that come across your feed like would you live in a cabin for a year if somebody gave you a 20 million dollars but you couldn't use the internet um yeah yeah. dumbass yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) like well somebody posted like uh do you think we're alone in the universe right and i just had to take the opportunity to well given that humans are extremely adaptable on a cellular level you literally uh, your your cells will, will carry oxygen differently based on what climate you live in your bones will either gain or lose density yep um you know depending on your workload where you're at altitude all this stuff i think that we were probably put here probably on this planet because uh, we are so adaptable and mm-hmm. because of that we're probably you know um uh, humans we're probably on different planets mm-hmm. also probably. to serve some function because probably. we're so adaptable never thought about writing a sci-fi book oh shit yeah okay good i've got okay. lots of theories excellent excellent <laughs> that's fantastic uh no i i honestly i can't really well i, I can kind of just just they have found evidence that like humans have evolved like there's that but honestly like who's to say something didn't intervene there you know like Listen, make that happen i've been watching the was news. it all just happenstance you know sorry go ahead could be could be but i just don't trust any of our bullshit like <laughs> i i want to trust the things that we've recorded and cave drawings and things mm-hmm. like that but humans are such good bullshitters yes i think that that's how we've survived as a species we just right. bullshit our way up there to yeah. the top of the food chain so I think you have to take a little bit 
of your own personal experience and put that into your own story, like your your history. Like yeah. as far as you understand history, yeah. you need to be able to observe mm-hmm. some things and make your yeah. own calls. Totally. Because you don't know. You just No, you don't. And you can't you believe these really other know. hairless monkeys running around making rules, telling stories and shit. I don't know. <laughs> what I'm curious, like how did the species go from like, okay, now this part of the population has intelligence and this part of the population is dumb as shit. <laughs> like how did that happen? You're talking about the disparity between different groups I'm, of people? I'm, oh, yeah. I was trying not to uh, steer it in a political way, but... No, God. no. I'm not talking political. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just understand what you're yeah. saying, but you're, you're talking so, about different groups of people being dumber than others. <laughs> kind of, kind of. But, um, so, there's... Go ahead. It's okay. okay. So, it's it's like, okay. So, people, some people are more prone to being... Uh, afraid of things right yes like generally like genetically prone to yes like it's in their genes they are scared of things yeah um but some people are not some of that's nature versus nurture conversation yeah. right yeah. and then some of it might be genetic but yeah mm. yeah some people have a propensity towards um risk right and some don't Right. So like I would not go jump off a building with a parachute. I would probably think that through a little more. <laughs> well, and for me it's like it's like an age thing. At 20 years old, yeah. if my buddies were like, "We're all going to go do this dumb shit. Do you want to go?" I'd be like, "There's a 50/50 chance I'm jumping off that building <laughs> with a parachute." There really is. Oh, now, shit. today, 36. Mm-hmm. No. I'll no. see you at the bottom. I'll have a uh I'll have a Jameson on ice. Just kind of sitting like, at the table below you, watching you jump off the building. That's where I'll be. I'll take some pictures, see if I can catch it. If you go splat, I'm gonna Sorry, I'm gonna guys. take a picture of that too. Like, wow, you're <laughs> twisted and it's interesting. That's what I would do. Um, <laughs> I uh, maybe it's morbid of me, but I used to um, when I was in high school just to study the human anatomy. I actually did look at death photos, like people who had died in weird ways yeah. but it wasn't gory like their body was just twisted and broken and they died in a very unusual setting i i don't know why but <laughs> i was like learning the human body and i came across this photo of somebody who had jumped off of a building and landed <clears> on a car <throat> and it was just the weirdest thing obviously their whole spine was broken mm-hmm. but like the way <laughs> they were laying across the car they looked like a freaking mermaid. I was like, Jesus Christ, like just elegant. And I'm like, how, how do you fall that way? Anyway. Um, Real quick before you go on, though, have you seen <laughs> The Departed with Jack Nicholson? And there's a bunch of other actors, too. Uh, yes, I believe. There's I a have, scene but- that he completely ad-libbed and they, they kept it in the movie. It was totally off script. Yeah. Somebody got pushed out of a window. I think Jack Nicholson might have pushed mm-hmm. him. Anyway, he's standing at the window where the guy had just, I think he fell in a car and yeah. he looks out the window and he just, he has this most sinister, most sincere laugh. And the guy that's standing closest to him, I, I, I don't know if he says something or Jack just turns to him and goes, he landed funny, <laughs> but that was a hundred percent ad lib. Like oh the, the laugh, the, the moment, whatever. And Anyway, I don't know. I, I think they should just they they need to give actors more chances to just ad lib shit because the it's well, if you're Jack Nicholson, they'll let you. He's a creepy bastard. I he love Jack really Nicholson. is, and I love him. Oh, he's great. Every movie I've ever seen him in, I've just been like, I don't ever want to like have a drink with this guy, but I'd want to watch him be weird. Oh God, <laughs> I I would love to sit in a room with Jack Nicholson. Are you kidding me? 
would be great. Absolutely. He might not be somebody you want to like, I don't know, enter into any kind of formal relationship. But <laughs> no, no. Like, I don't, I don't know if we should be friends, but you're cool. Oh, <laughs> you I would, oh God. I'd love to sit you there and just <laughs> listen. Just listen. Don't say shit. I don't even need to talk to him. I just want to be at the table. There was a clip where he came up and he hit on Jennifer Lawrence and she was like, he hit on her like he legitimately straight up in mid interview. She was talking to somebody He comes up and just says this weird shit to her. And she was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, did he just do that? I, I love it. I fucking love it. It was just, I was like, I wonder if I could find that. I'm gonna have to find that and send that to you. It was great. She, he freaked her the fuck out. I, yeah, I need to see that. It's great. If you send it to me before I put this out, yeah. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. I'll put a link. Sure. They sure. can see what you're talking about. Totally. Totally. <laughs> we got to talk art. You've, oh, got, yeah. you've got some cool shit here on the table. I, I Let's talk about I, it. I do stuff. Um, <laughs> Incredible stuff. Uh, so Famous I, stuff. I did not, did not, you're famous. A whole two minute. I, no. <laughs> I'm... I, mm. I'm not. Mm. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for your interview too, because that that was okay. really good. Like they did a good job. They really did. Um, and there like, were there were a couple of misnomers, right? Yeah, I had to I had to go back and correct him <laughs> on a couple of things. He was like on the coffee shop where she no longer works, and I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> they already changed that. They did. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Damn, it, like that. And that was fast. I, it's because I saw it and I shot him a text, and he was like, oh shit, and just like, well, and I thought. I was misremembering or whatever because I had seen the the one before mm-hmm. and it it said clearly uh, where Trista used to work yeah or, or where whatever Trista used to work or something and, and then yeah. the the next one I saw was where Trista still works yeah <laughs> and it was it was I think it was kind of obvious that they did like a dub over mm-hmm. or, or something but yeah. somebody that hadn't seen both wouldn't know right right but for me I was just like. Uh. I, my my <laughs> can they I fix just, it that quick they can they yeah can. apparently um what what they did was instead of airing that next that clip again because they do like repeats like right, you know right. the large number of the population has the memory of a goldfish yeah <laughs> included yep me too um yeah so they did a repeat air but instead of airing that clip they aired a prior clip and gave somebody else a chance to uh you know have them their face on tv i forget it was um something involving a police officer but the lady is local it seemed like an important story it seemed like a really good story either way (laughs) i wished they had elaborated a little because i was like i'm too tired to pay attention uh 5 30 in the morning is not trista's best time um yeah anyway so um they aired that clip and then i texted him and i was like wait wait wait! that you, you said that wrong <laughs> you know i still work there it's in the coffee shop is called boulevard brew chris franks is the one who commissioned it of me and he was like i'm so sorry let me fix that and it and it was just like that uh, so. I'm, I'm sure that that just launched a panic of a shit storm on his part like damn it well i was the entire time i was like that sounded really really good you delivered with right, so much right. confidence you know yeah. like but he still has to go into like yeah. recovery mode right like, oh yeah. i gotta oh, fix yeah. this because and, it's already live <laughs> yeah and i could tell like in the clip he was he was kind of a uh, uh not not him in particular but the ladies who were trying to correct kind of overcorrected a little like you can kind of and i was like you guys did great you know i'm all being like a cheerleader from the side like that's but amazing. aside from the misnomers <laughs> it was awesome it yeah was a, he, he did a great job like evan anderson i respect for that man <laughs> so for our listeners they need to know what we're talking about they did a 
um, or report a story. It, it was like a feel good piece. Yeah. It was like a happy, about your happy, mural, fuzzy, warm, feel good piece. Going on the side of the building in yeah. River Oaks yeah. for Boulevard Beer Brew. Beer. Excuse me. Bull- <laughs> well, we will have been. Boulevard Beer. Boulevard Brew, yes. <laughs> uh, the coffee shop. And uh, anyway, in the, the piece I saw from the news station, they said you're two weeks out. Yeah. Two from, weeks, two from weeks from finishing. Oh, my God. Does that put the heat on you? Uh, well, kind of. <laughs> because, like, you do the whole background, and the whole background is really hard because you're filling the large spaces. Right, right. But, like... Lots of green. Lots of green. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that's going to be covered in flowers soon. Oh, again, really? So, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Sunflowers and poppies is what I've decided. Very but, cool. Like, I'm going to honor Ukraine. I'm going to throw some sunflowers in there. Okay. All right. That way, the mural I, is a piece of history. So if I don't honor what's happening right now as well, like that makes sense, like I'm, right? Yeah, oh, missing out. You you did something else uh, involving sunflowers, and you mentioned Ukraine. Yeah, I did do a. Um, it was probably like the first day that Ukraine got attacked. Mm-hmm. I kind of had the idea in my head. Of so what's with the sunflowers? That is the national flower of Ukraine. Oh, like shit. That's, that's their flower. Okay. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. So there's something going around uh, in the art world online. It's uh, sunflowers for Ukraine. Okay. And artists are doing tributes to them. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to jump in on this one. Yeah. Like, I didn't jump in on the RBG or, like, any of the celebrities dying or anything like that. I just kind of let that coast because I was overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> RBG died and I was like, we're all doomed. <laughs> but, um... I don't know, 2020 was a messed up year. I feel like I'm kind of like half caught in that year still. I'm like... 2020? Yeah. Yeah. I I discussed this with with Matthew a while back. I was like, you know what? I think think they should just make therapy free for a while. Like for everybody. (laughs) Like everybody went through some shit during that year. It'd be a a government subsidy that covers all the therapists. Yeah. Instead of, instead of giving us like that stimulus check every month, like just make therapy free, like give us mental health, like care now. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, it's a reoccurring theme. People talking about like the need for mental health and how it's, it's still kind of stigmatized, you know, it's, I I mean, for men, it's extremely, I'm, I think it's crazy that in 2022 and as enlightened as everybody seems to have gotten over the mm-hmm. past decade yeah. that, uh, you know, guys really, we're not supposed to bring up shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like I, it's socially I, acceptable yet. It, I, I feel like it's not socially acceptable in Texas. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you knew I was going to go there. No, I didn't. Um, are, are you a transplant? I uh, I'm from New Mexico. Oh, so, okay. I mean, yeah. but That's... even even there, the tough guy mentality is still pretty present. But yeah. anything in the South, you're gonna you're gonna encounter that tough guy mentality. Like, so suck it up, kid. Even though you're hurting, like, no. <laughs> That's not how I was raised. I was raised to just like ball like a baby and get that shit out. <laughs> and maybe, and I don't want half of Texas hating me for saying this, but like, <laughs> I really do feel like people in Texas and in the South have like a kind of Stockholm syndrome going on um, because like, I mean, living, living around here, you can either just go with the flow of things, which is kind of what I do, or the, the state will literally abuse you. Like you, the whole of your surroundings, capitalism, all of it will just literally bog down on you and abuse yeah. you. Um, well, when- I don't want to agree with you, but I do know that I've had a couple of conversations with people 
from other places. Mm. And is it um, just as bad in other places? No, no, no. Mm. No, what I was going to bring up is that um, people seem to think that Texans, mm-hmm. for some reason, are extremely we're we're do-it-yourselfers. We're capable. We're if there's a problem, we're going to fix it. We're just going to do it. Um, and I don't I don't know of a real eloquent way to put it, but the way it was put to me. Um, I was talking to a guy about something that I considered very basic, and I can't remember what it was. Changing a tire, doing something, <laughs> do it yourselfy, you know. And Plunging a toilet. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, something. You would be surprised how many people are like, I'm not going to touch that. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, but, but that's so easy. And, and this guy was like, man, you you guys, you Texans, y'all, y'all just, if there's something that you need to get around, you just figure it out and do it yourself like y'all are just very capable and i thought about it for a minute and i'm like that is such a strange thing to say Mm -hmm. but like like you said mm -hmm. plunging a toilet there are some people that wouldn't even go that far right they flush the toilet it doesn't work they call the plumber (laughs) (laughs) yes it's like what is wrong with my toilet i'm i don't know if you open up the back no <laughs> you know it's like it what? opens i my, don't know my my I, father was a maintenance guy and uh-huh. so like for a while part of my childhood was following dad around and watching him work and he would just you know he wouldn't describe what he was doing but it always amazed me how my father could literally walk in a room and fix five things and then leave or fix in them badly uh, fix a couple of them kind of badly and then leave yeah. <laughs> he'd be like i don't know i stuck chewing gum on the underside of this and it works so it's cool um he did that with a light switch once i was like yeah good on you dad so while it might be damning to our mental health to always need a solution or to fix things Mm -hmm. there's kind of a vacuum there like yeah we we need some people to be able to do things right right exactly (laughs) exactly sorry about your mental health but you gotta plunge this toilet right (laughs) the reason somebody's gotta do it texas (laughs) The reason I brought up plunging toilets was because uh, a toilet overflowed at the shop up at up up at Boulevard like yesterday. Oh no! And I was like, okay, so where's the plunger? And like, you know, the girl at the counter, she's sweet, she's wonderful, but she was not going near that shit, and I could tell. And I was like, okay. And so I called Chris, and I was like, okay, there's no plunger. Do you have anything? And he goes, I'll just call the maintenance guy. And I'm like, it's it's just. Uh, okay (laughs) so i can see that situation where it's like oh i'll just call the guy to do the thing so that we don't have to mess with it and i'm over here like just give me a just give me the fix i can fix it it. it's easy you know i've lived in texas long enough i do things myself yep all right so we should talk more about your art oh yeah art what are we doing chasing butterflies um (laughs) they were pretty i don't know what are these two pieces here okay so this is a gouache painting. Now, okay. I brought this one. Just this is this is one that I'm actually like trying to sell, but it's a wood painting. And so, what's with the wood? Do you just buy these? Like those, I do buy, but I used to um, go and harvest the wood, mm-hmm. like out in fields, yeah, and then cut it into slices myself with That's all, awesome. with my the help of my dad. My dad would help me too. So, if you're so. just listening to the show on podcast format. Uh, if you want to see what we're talking about here on YouTube, it's Fort Worth Roots. And uh, what do we got going on here? It's pretty, but it, does it represent something? I think it does. Um, I say I think. Uh, I painted that picture around the time that uh, one of my favorite little animals in the whole wide world, 
uh, was in the process of slowly dying in his chair in my living room. So what was his name? His name was Knight. Is this your feline that you lost recently? Yes. Yes. Mm. He was 21 years old. He was old we didn't talk yet. about this last time y'all were on, but this last time y'all came on, he had just passed, I think. Yeah. I was, oof, that was hard. That was like the first, huh, he was like my first real pet, if that makes sense. No, like, it does. Yeah, sure. You have pets when you're a kid, but it's always right. like, oh, goldfish or whatever, <laughs> you know. But, but this was your pet. This this, this was, was your baby. This was the cat where I walked over to my neighbor's house and saw my neighbor just doing horrible shit to this animal. And I said, I'm taking him home and just walked out the door. Hmm. And so his little screaming kitten went home with me that night. And from that time, I was like 11 and he lived until like December. So. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. so, I mean, does this represent anything it, particular? It, it or does. Was this just you kind of filling out your emotions and painting? <laughs> uh, kind of. So when you do abstract, uh, what happens is you just let go. You let go and you just let things flow. Well, there was a really interesting night and I, I'm sure I was hallucinating. <laughs> you know, I was just so tired. Um, I have an issue not sleeping. Like I've always been like had months where I'm like rest comes easily. Yeah. But then I have months where rest does not come easily. Yeah. Well, this particular painting was during one of those periods where it was just not. Right. It's an idea that's been in my head for like six years. Yeah. Um, I was sitting out on the back porch and you know my my cat would go outside with me and hang out and the wind kept blowing and i kept hearing wind chimes and i just kept seeing these guys just in the back of my mind it was just the weirdest thing i was like streamers and they have these shapes and they keep changing you know and so i, I didn't know what they were but i just knew that they needed to be a painting someday so i have no idea but um sometimes things like that come to you if you're a visual artist um out of the blue out of nowhere mm -hmm. like you could just be sitting in a peaceful moment and be like that's a cool shape what can i do with that well, i could do that <laughs> with that shape you know um so what it is it's just paint strokes uh, long streaky paint strokes i've got some prismacolor in here that's metallic and then there's these little half moon circles and the idea was i was trying to show how these shapes can interact with each other and how they can change yeah. and make they almost kind of look like a form floating in the sky yeah so i don't really know what they are but it doesn't have to be anything it's beautiful it's fun <laughs> and you've i've got your eyes from uh your website oh, pulled yeah. up there oh awesome there's a little bit of uh familiarity between that and this one here yep. so it's definitely um, got some trista in it oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Um, I never really get to talk about my art. Abstract, um, as I said, it's like releasing. So mm. I don't know what I was releasing here. It could have been just like, I'm enjoying the wind. Maybe this is what the wind reminds me of. It could yeah. have been like, there's distant storms. There's storms coming in. I feel the cool breeze. My neighbor's got these beautiful wind chimes. So as the chimes were dinging, maybe this is just me envisioning what that sounds like. I, I guess I guess it, it always surprises me when people say they couldn't do this because i'm like well if you watch me it's just me slapping <laughs> shit you know like i'm yeah. this is this is just like almost a practice piece you know i'm just sure. kind of doing and playing you know gouache is a fun medium it's kind of a, a cross what did, what did you call it gouache and what is gouache gouache is kind of like if watercolor and oil had a little baby it's the by <laughs> it's the byproduct 
it's actually a byproduct of oil paint like when they okay. create it it's the leftover product oh, okay. but they add pigment to it and you can actually paint with it and, and it, it, you're eyes here on your website is that also gouache no that is done in acrylic okay which is a fast drying medium made from plastics okay so um yeah that was easier in like it the drying process was easier the gouache um does not dry instantly i have to wait in between okay uh, so you would do a little bit and then you yeah. have to wait and okay. oh yeah before i do any layering but what's cool about gouache is that it's if you touch the surface it's kind of got this like rough feel to it mm -hmm. almost chalky yeah that makes it really good for going back over it with like prismacolor or metallic paint because it clings better it's got real depth to it i mean it's you know flat surface but doesn't look flat kind of looks like you're looking through layers and layers and layers of clouds yeah that's cool again i don't know what these were maybe maybe this is like me going they're sky creatures you know i don't know those are sky creatures. They're sky creatures. They are. They're the physical embodiment of the wind. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Matthew, make a song about this. All right, go, Matt. Mm. <laughs> how about this one? Um, oh, you saved it. Caught it. We're good. Uh, that is how Washington makes me feel. Oh, there's a lot going on in that picture. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of beauty covered up with some other things, other art. So that one is watercolor, and little bit of acrylic paint in there but just watercolor um went to i'm not wearing the shirt but i almost did i went to hurricane uh ridge mm -hmm. up in washington got to see the mountains and the rivers and the streams and is this a city a park what is it this is a national park okay and um i just want to let you know if you ever get a chance to travel up that way go to lake crescent and okay. spend an entire day there yeah go up the trails hike the paths oh my gosh can my you gosh. camp there uh you can yes okay so, I like the camping. I have no idea how much it costs. Like we were not there for the camping, but I know you can because I saw people with tents. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, it it is just absolutely like a gorgeous piece of the United States that I am so glad they pres they have preserved it. Like yeah. um, they get mad at people for, for like trampling through the meadows up there. It's it's one of those types of places. Yeah. Like it's an ecosystem, so introducing germs into that ecosystem can actually destroy and create permanent damage in that meadow and i'm like right what's next what do you, what what projects do you have on the horizon um okay well so i well first of all this is a project this is interesting I put that there i love intentionally, that yeah. uh so darren hoke uh is kind of the guy who is headlining this car show thing going on over april in 30th april 30th 2022 if you want to go see some classic cars come on out it's going to be over, it's like two different locations, if I remember right. He said the YMCA well, and where's the other one? It's Camp Carter. I think it's all connected. Are but you sure? Eh, let's see. What's the location? It's probably let's a see. field. I haven't gone to look at the It is. Yet. It's a big-ass field. Yeah. Um, where's the location? Uh, 6200 Sand Springs Road, Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. Camp Carter. Yep. So, it will be at Camp Carter. Um. Which it, is part of the YMCA, if I remember correctly. This is this event here. I told Darren, I'm like, I'm going to be talking about this every single episode until April 30th, um, because this is going to be such a cool deal. I mean, oh, they've, yeah. they've got so many people coming out. Last count, he had 70 vendors, yep. 100 classic cars. There are at least four different organizations uh, from uh, the Glat Glatney? Or Gatney, 
It, it'll be in the show notes. But it's uh, I'll find it. Uh, Darren's wife uh, mm-hmm. is 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 going to be there with four or five different organizations that are all about uh, adoption and uh, finding kids' homes. That's awesome. So That's awesome. Uh, anyway, there's there's so much stuff going on here, and it's going to be a really cool event. And Fort Worth Roots will be there. Um, I don't Hell know yeah. what we're going to be doing, uh, but we're well, going to be talking to people. We're going to have a, a a ten by ten set up, and uh, according to Tracy, Boulevard Brew is going to be there as well. Right on. And I will be there just to network because that's what I do. And I'll be there just to drink the coffee. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying. He's trying actually to get switched to like a local vendor, and we've thought about reaching out to Enduro Coffee. Okay. By the way. Um, I'm like, man, if you if you get a good local coffee in here, people will come just to have the coffee. Like I've yeah. seen it over on the south side. Like it matters who you get in your shop. Oh, no, <laughs> for sure. Especially if you're yeah. far away from things, you know. Well, and we had a, but, um, a guest on the show, and they're, I mean, it's such a fringe thing. It's weird what they got going on. Like they have this whole mental health bookstore thing going on, um, but it's it's like a. It's intended to be kind of like a safe space for I people to just something. come out and hang out. And I, think I saw something about that on on your page. Yeah, right for there. sure. Um, the uh, the scholar shop in Plano. Yeah. So okay. not Fort Worth, but anyway, she was educating me on coffee and how there's like this whole like really dark uh, culture with coffee. Like there's slavery involved with like modern day slavery and. It's brutality it's pretty, and it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. Like, we need to have somebody on just to talk about that. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, if we could find somebody with like a local coffee connection, that'd be great. Go, um, <laughs> go interview the guy who runs an enduro coffee. He could probably tell you all about it. Yeah, he's probably got look the full, up. full straight up history. Yeah, um, I'll look him up. Send you his information actually. Yeah, while I'm thinking about it, or I will forget. <laughs> that no. It, as soon as she told me about this, I was like, I think I kind of already knew this, but didn't know it. Right. Anyway, so I was like, Yeah, should we be drinking Folgers if it's like, I don't tied to fucking modern day slavery. So, <laughs> eh, so that, I don't. That know doesn't. If, I don't that, know if it that's matters. not the best part of waking up. Slavery no, in your cup. I don't no. think I like that very I much. Like that either. <laughs> that's well. That's actually one of the reasons I stopped drinking Folgers and started drinking more like local based coffee. The like, thing is, I'm addicted to Folgers now. Oh, no. Like, there's a little bit of cocaine in there, I think. <laughs> Actually, there's dirt. There's dirt in that. Um, Do they grow the cocaine in that dirt? Cause I probably, they probably <laughs> they probably just like sprinkle it and bury I'm it. I'm being ridiculous. Anyway, there actually was delicious. a thing that was happening where there was a coffee shortage. Uh, I want to say it was during shutdown or like toward the end of shutdown, and they were fi- people were finding like actual granules of dirt in their coffee. Like, no shit. No shit. I drank that. It's cool. I'm sure I drank that. It's cool. It it still smelled like coffee. There's a can of Folgers in there right now. Like I, I I drink a ton of Folgers. I probably had a pot of Folgers just today. I I would probably be a better person if I quit drinking coffee, but Why? I don't. I don't think I can. I think I might I've, be a terrible person if I quit drinking coffee. Matthew, it's the only thing that keeps me social. Matthew or, doesn't drink coffee. Really? At all? No. Uh-uh. He can't. Uh, his his body just loses its shit whenever he has caffeine well i think it's we all kind of lose our shit <laughs> it's that's a diuretic part, that's part of the process that's part of the reason we drink it, that, that's exactly why we drink. no um it does wake you up like um for somebody like me i am just a literal zombie in the morning like yeah. Yeah. matt will wake me up to do something and i'm just like 
coffee first. Can I make coffee? You know, like that's the first thing I ask for. Yeah. Um, either that or tea. I'm like, give me, give me yeah. some black, black ass tea, as black as you can make it right now. In which case, I may as well just have coffee. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, the the slavery thing is actually why it's really, really important to find a good local vendor. Yeah. Like you're you're not supporting the slavery you're supporting the local vendor who roasted it in their kitchen or their basement I mean, or whatever but like to your point i need to contact this friend of yours because yeah, i don't um, know anything about that like i just know that there's a problem i don't know what the problem actually is so it'd be helpful to, to get so the scoop his name is anthony he okay. is the owner of enduro coffee okay I always forget his last name, but he's a wonderful human. Um, I actually met him uh, when I was doing, um, I started out doing shows on Ray Street here uh-huh. over in downtown Fort Worth. And then I built my way into doing the arts goggle. Because okay, when you start yeah. out, you do something small, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It was my small show, you know. Uh, it was called the Ray Street Rolick. And what it used to be was me jackdaw across the street uh the beginning of the arts cream truck a little table with enduro coffee on it and like four other vendors like nice. a soap company and just the, you know some guy making like pens very homely yeah very homely <laughs> and like i don't know why i kind of lean towards those startup type situations just just because i like to see the process i like to see the growth since then it's gotten it's gotten bigger and of course there's more vendors and it had a heyday, but I think 2020 just destroyed a lot of things. So yeah. um, it a lot of a lot of vendor shows and gen- shows in general are back in the process of building themselves back up. Yeah, it's moving a little faster, which is nice. Well, and to your point, yeah, y'all were one of the first ones on Fort Worth Roots. I know. I was like, you like that oh, startup wow. stuff? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do like that startup <laughs> stuff. I like to support local whenever possible. Well, I'm so. very very grateful. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you're doing good stuff here, man. You I'm serious. look at you on the news with your art and your mural. I mean, you have a mural. I have a. It's it's a 33 by a 12 foot wall. That's a huge thing. That it's literally pretty, is a huge thing. It's, it's a pretty, wall. <laughs> pretty damn big. Yeah. Um, I have had a lot of help on that thing as far as just getting the fill sections in. How about some shout outs? Yes. Okay. So first of all, I wanted to go ahead and thank Ruben Salazar for coming out and helping thank me. Thank you, Ruben. Um, I wanted to thank Matea, my Matea. massage therapist and really good friend of mine. Is this the one I need to go see? Yes. Okay. She's one of them. One of okay. them. Um, Matea Johnson, she runs uh, Mystical Light Massage. She's a licensed massage therapist. Where are I they was, located? She's located in her house. She okay. will come to yours. Nice. Um, like she does house calls. But If you'll send me a link. We'll put that in there. We'll, we'll put Matea in there. Yeah. Medical massage. Nice. So, um, yeah, if you're messed up and your your body don't want to work, she's she'll, she'll help you out. Um, but, yeah, Ruben Salazar is a local artist here in town who helped a friend of mine, her name is Choke, helped her with her mural over at the Mag and May building. Okay. Um, I showed up and I did, like, you know, a couple fill sections for her. Nothing too big, nothing too bad. Um, but he was there, like, all day just getting into it. So I could tell he was like, you know, like, eh, if I ever do a mural, I'll hit you up. And so I'm doing a mural. I'm like, help me. You know, <laughs> Please, there's God. so much green, you know. <laughs> I, I started doing the green and I got, like, I got about this much of the section done. Yeah. And I, I got it about halfway up on the wall. And I was doing it at the time with a roller, and I'm like, 
I need some help with fill sections. I grabbed my phone and just started just <laughs> typing. And uh, yeah, people finally started hitting me up. And he was one of them. So th- this is your first mural, this right? Is, this is my fifth. Oh, shit. So okay. I've, I've been involved with murals and mural projects. Okay. Is this your first mural? Um, this is the first commissioned mural that is outdoors and on a giant wall. Yeah. Yeah. The rest are indoors. Um, and all, uh, oh, uh, I did two separate murals, uh, on my, my bosses at the time she was my boss. Her name's Rebecca Winters. I did this in her son's room and her daughter's room for her son. I did a giant life-size great white shark. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and it scared him when he walked in his room. Good he luck went, sleeping, kid. Yeah. It was it was like peeking out from his behind his dresser, oh, too, even which better. was funny. He was like he was like, can we put something over that? You know? And I'm like, shit! <laughs> I made it too realistic. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's I don't know. I feel like that's perfect. That's he great. Like, he he probably likes it now. And uh, for her daughter Brianna, I did two life size dolphins. So nice. Yeah, she was doing like. And like a literal seascape for all her kids and so the question i was leading up to is this giant mural that you're Mm -hmm. doing when you went into this do you feel like you were a little bit unprepared for it as far as the size the capacity and how much help you would need to get it done honestly the only thing i felt unprepared for was like how am i going to get up high Right, the scaffolding. Yeah, the scaffolding right. part. And I was like, okay, I got a, I got a rolly cart. I can just stand on this cart. I don't reach the top. I'm not six foot. I'm not Matthew. I would, and I was, Even Matthew wouldn't be able to reach that. No, yeah. no. The cart comes up about six feet, but like you, you're still like hopping. Like yeah. it's, he probably and would be able to reach the top. Y- you told me in the last episode that we did with Matthew, mm-hmm. but... Uh, who provided the scaffolding that got you through the project? Oh, Papa, Miss Sir Sir Porkchop. <laughs> Sir Pur- Porkchop, Papa. Uh, Papa Ross, <laughs> Papa Ross of the Red Dog Saloon. Uh, who he? That is an interesting little place. Uh, they only serve beer and wine. Okay, but it's, no liquor. It's a uh, it's a hidden bar. It's a little little kind of on a rough side of Fort Worth. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> check it out. You you will you you will go there someday and you will meet this crazy man, and his and pet his little red dog. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but um, there's good people in this town, and I think Hell when yeah. you start a big project, especially if there's like a buttload of meaning and history behind the project, yeah, people were interested in jumping in, and so like my friend Trey Griffin, who actually has been commissioning nerdy shit from me for years i say nerdy shit um i painted a life like a a godzilla figurine for him i made it glow in the dark black black light (laughs) reactive wow and like yeah uh, i did mothra i repainted a mothra body uh like he he has he's a collector so he's got these things like in his room mounted and (laughs) i'm like that is just so cool um and then he had me uh redo a aluminum lightsaber for him recently and so i was using spray paint for that and just kind of taping it and trying to get that situated and yeah it just really cool interesting projects that i'm like super proud to be a part of those i'm like man i hope like whenever you have like a gaggle of kids that they fucking love these like <laughs> and cherish them forever cherish them yeah like so other than art of mm-hmm where should people find all your content, uh, all your I, art? I have uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy, and um, I'm working on trying to get 
see the frustration trying to get a shop just put up on my website but i'm doing all of my all of my web stuff um on a very low budget so yeah well i mean your website looks great though i mean obviously we know the artist absolutely uh (laughs) it's me my friend uh my friend lynn wallace who actually used to be one of my students when i was teaching up at uh studio in grapevine texas Uh um she did this website that's what she does for a living and she's a very accomplished artist herself now on you you listed off a bunch of different social media sites is it art of trista it's art of trista on facebook and on instagram you can find me trista.morris because that's just how it fell i don't know um (laughs) and then etsy is aot studios aot studios okay so perfect so somebody commented, "Why do you have separate names?" I'm like, "I get bored with consistency." <laughs> I am okay. sorry. Terrible for marketing, but very par for the Trista it, brand. It, it makes me feel better yeah. to be different. Chasing butterflies. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out and doing yeah. this. We are both very low on sleep, so yes. let's tie this up. But can yes. we do it again? Totally. And uh, you know, murals we'll, or we'll have another episode with Matt, and hopefully everybody will be like sprightly in a week and yeah. It'd be the first time in a while. Because <laughs> we were we were all hanging on last time, too. Yeah, yeah. we got to stop doing these so late. Well, we're going to do a morning one. I'll bring the coffee. Oh, I'm going to show up in my like my pajamas. And, like, you know what? Here's, here's what we'll do. We'll do it at Boulevard Brew. <laughs> okay. That way we've got coffee on demand. Okay. We don't have to worry about it being Folgers with their bullshit. That, that might be fun. <laughs> that might be fun. Or like, I was trying to think. I'm like, where could... Where could like where's a weird side of town? Like a weird building we could do this in. Boulevard like, Brew. Yeah, Boulevard Brew. There, That's it's it. about to be. Um, it's about to have a purple room and a Wizard of Oz theme. So. You're doing that too, huh? He's he's redoing like a lot of things in that shop. Very like, cool. Well, it's a nice space. Mm-hmm. It, is. it is. It is. I wish it was a little bigger, but I, I think I think for where it's at and what they're doing, it's probably the right size. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And he has he has like big visions and big dreams for it and. He's going to have to get a bigger space. To. Yeah, or, eventually. Or buy the place on either side. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, he thought about... So, like, it's it's weird. The space over by the cleaners, that's actually the same size as the coffee shop. Okay. But there's a wall. Right. It's, like, the only difference is there's a wall on the front. Otherwise, it's the same amount of space. Take the wall out. I know. That's what I said. Take I'm the like, wall. just knock that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> you only need one bathroom. Like, let's make it work. <laughs> All right. We're going to call it. All right. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. And uh, next mural, next anything, any kind of project you got going on. I like and it. And definitely the next time you're on the news. Totally. I, I, don't, I don't know if there will be a next but I don't know. Yeah, I contacted 40 different places, so we'll see. <laughs> so you're, you're like, yeah, but you're famous. I'm like, I ain't famous. You're famous. <laughs> you're Fort Worth famous. Oh, my God. Oh, guys, y'all need to go on that podcast. You absolutely do. I know about it. I, I think I've reached out to them and uh, crickets. But I'll try again. Oh, you gotta, you gotta catch Susie. There's, there's a few really good podcasts Mm -hmm. in Fort Worth. Um, one of them that I've, I've actually been kind of, uh, promoting on the Fort Worth Roots, uh, page is, uh, uh, Funky Panther. That's what it is. Funky Panther? It's one I hadn't heard of, but they're, they're really good. Interesting. Funny, funny funny people. Interesting. With with good content. Have have you been on Funky Town Podcast yet? No, I haven't done any local podcasts. Uh, you need to meet Jeffrey Lord. He's good people. Hook it up. Wait. Maybe I have. Maybe. I don't know. 
You should have him on your podcast. Let's do that. Jeffrey Lord, I'm going to be reaching out to you. Fort Worth Roots, thank y'all for being here. We are exhausted. Oh, my God. We will see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. A huge thank you to Trista for being such a powerful force here on Fort Worth Roots. She has been on the show now three separate times. Uh, Trista and Matthew have been great supporters of the show. They were in the original 10 uh, episodes that were released at the very beginning. Uh, came back after I'd returned from Austin. And uh, now we've had Trista on for a third time just following a news recording that she did or a piece uh, with a local news station. So, Trista, thank you very much. Uh, you and Matthew both are just awesome people, and I'm so glad that we got connected. Oh, man. Okay, so squadsdx.com. Take your boys camping. Get them outside. This is a really cool opportunity for you to do something special with your your boys age 10 through 16, I think is what I said. Um, That's the stuff you don't forget as you grow up. And uh, so it it could be really cool. And if you don't have kids that age, you might know somebody that does. Squadsdx.com to check out that information. River Oaks Car Show, you know the deal. April 30th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's going to be a quick little flash in the pan, but I want to see you guys out there. I'm going to be giving out uh, international certificates, international fan club certificates, international Fort Worth Roots podcast certificates, fan club, some, something like that. I'm going to do uh, individual serial numbers. I'll write them in as you come by, and uh, we'll take pictures next to the banner. It's just a goofy-ass thing I'm going to do. Just to get you involved with this show. I, I just want to meet people, hang out, talk about the, the podcast, and, and just get out there. There's only so much you can do on social media. So I'm ready to spread the wings. Go flying. Go meet some people. It's going to be cool. Whatever. Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile is going to be there. So stop by. Just, uh, just, just quick. Don't have to devote a whole day to it, but stop in in, in between those hours, uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's 100% free. And check out something you didn't even know was there, uh, Camp Carter. That's uh, I, honestly, I, I tooled around and took the bike out there and popped in for a minute. I was almost arrested by the security guard there. Um, he's actually a really nice dude. Uh, but anyway, you do need to, I, I guess if you're going to do like I did and just hop out there, you need to check in at the front. I don't want to encourage any kind of bad behavior. What I did was wrong, okay? All right, that's uh, that's the show. Uh, this has been a really incredible week. Thursday episodes are definitely a strain on my schedule. So, like I said, don't count on Thursday episodes. This is a Monday release show. We are going to give you one uh, guaranteed every single Monday. But this is a stretch. I'm going to keep doing it through the month of April, I've decided, uh, to kind of play catch up. I've had some amazing people offer to do recordings with me, and I am not going to miss out on these opportunities. So... Uh, What I get left with is a a lot of material to sort through and deliver to you in a timely fashion. So even Trista, and I found out later this is not what she meant. She wasn't checking up to see if there was a problem with my schedule. She was (laughs) inquiring as to whether or not we should even air this episode because we were both out of our minds exhausted. It had been a long week and a really long day. So we were both a little slap happy. And you can tell from this recording, we're chasing rabbit trails and just coming up with all sorts of weird stuff. We're a little slap happy. You can tell. Um, but it worked out. It's great. Trista, don't worry. <laughs> I know she's hearing this just like we all do. Anytime we hear our own voice and we just, we cringe, but 
uh, it turned out great. And uh, I'm just glad that we got a chance to talk about your art individually. So for me, if you guys have been following on Facebook or Twitter, not Twitter, I don't hardly use it. I have a Twitter account, but you guys haven't found me on Twitter, so I really don't pay attention to it. Uh, but if you've been following me on social media, you know that we just got, uh, and we talked about it in this episode. Um, but anyway, we were nominated by Matthew Broyles, Trista Morris's um, boyfriend, and uh, they, they got us hooked up with this local magazine. And it turns out it's actually not that local. I, I did some research, and I think <laughs> the outfit's out of, actually out of California. But anyway, we got highlighted in a magazine, an online publication, and uh, they did a, a story on us. Uh, just quick little interview, asked us some questions, and uh, it was a cool moment. I, I think a lot of people out there that saw that thought it was bigger than it was because the name of the publication sounds really big. But it was still a cool moment, and it was great to kind of tell the early story of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. But the show continues to grow bigger and better all the time and whenever you guys stream one episode it does show up on the analytics it does strengthen the show so thank you so very much i feel like there was other stuff i was supposed to tell you we talked about squad stx we talked about the event coming up and we're going to continue to do events like this um i don't think in the future they'll they'll get as much uh publicity on the show as uh the river oaks car show because uh just flat out darren uh darren Houck, the uh kind of the the guy that's responsible for the whole damn thing has just been such a great help uh with the show he's been very kind to fort worth roots and so uh i i just wanted to make sure this this was uh very well advertised so no matter why you listen to the show whether you're a an avid listener whether you're an occasional listener whether you're one of the other wonderful local podcast uh, hosts or producers out there that is just kind of checking out my material, trying to get a pulse on uh, this podcast, see where we're at. Come out there. Come say hi. Take a picture with us. It'd be cool. You can bring your goofy hat. Huh? Wouldn't you look good next to the banner wearing that goofy hat of yours? I think you would. Thank you all for listening to the show. Thank you for listening to me rant. And I will see you without fail next Monday for your drive to work. These Thursday episodes, though, I don't know, man. Y'all better tell me you like them because I'm going to need some encouragement for these. All right. I'm out of here. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Peace.